Welcome back to the All Things Basketball Podcast, everybody. I'm your host, Vic Lopez, as always. Uh, it's been a little bit of uh, some time off, obviously, some hurricane things, uh, some preparations I was talking about at the end of the last episode. Uh, but this episode is going to be, we have Gus back on the show for this one. We're going to do the over-unders that are now available to bet on uh, from the Eastern Conference. I'm going to come back on another episode for the over-unders of the Western Conference, uh, kind of picking our teams as far as records, right, to see if we if we think they're going to do better than the record they're predicting or if they're going to be uh, significantly or even just a little bit uh, worse in terms of winning uh, records. So, yeah, we're going to do the East, and then there will be another episode for the West, uh, the Blake Wesley video has been a little bit delayed uh, because of all the other things going on at the same time. Uh, there is some other news that I will be talking about on a different podcast, uh, on a different episode. But yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this one. Uh, this is in case you guys have any questions about over-unders, if any of you guys like to bet. Uh, this is going to be uh, just pretty much our opinions, just how we think uh, their seasons for these teams in the Eastern Conference are going to play out. Uh, in terms of win-loss record, right? Uh, But let's not waste any more time. Let's get right into it. Gus is back on the pod. We're going to do our over-under bets. Uh, No money involved. It's just, just for bragging rights for each of us. I'll have it saved also on my phone. Uh, we're going to do the under over-unders for the East. I'm going to give mine. Gus is going to give his. We'll probably change the order around, just depending on how we feel about the teams. Um, but yeah, we'll each give our reasons why. So yeah, let's get right into it. Number one, I'm looking at the Boston Celtics. 53 and a half. Uh, last season, 51 and 31. I'm thinking, obviously, when I look at this. Okay, no Robert Williams. Supposedly for eight to twelve weeks, it's a huge loss. Yep. And no Gallinari, obviously. It's you know that bullseye on your back. You know you get to the finals. Next season's probably going to be tougher. I would Don't think. Don't forget about the the head coach. Oh, that's right, Ime Udoka. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's all over the news. It's like the main thing. That's true. Um, obviously, the new interim coach Joe Masula. A lot of hecticness. I'm taking the under for sure. I don't think I have to go too deep into that. Last season, it's giving them two more wins. And it just seems like this season's going to be even rougher for them. So I'll take the under. And I'll write that down. You know what? I, I, I As much as I would like to disagree with you, um, unfortunately, I, I don't see Boston exceeding the 53-win yeah. mark. It's, it's the same reasons you pointed out. The different head coach... Uh, which by all accounts, uh, they had a really good assistant coach that left to Utah. So I can't remember the name, but... Um, That's right. Um, yeah, a, a brand Will new Hardy. interim head coach. Yeah, yeah, Will Hardy, there you go. So you have an interim, a brand new interim head coach. You have uh, injuries to the roster, especially to Robert Williams. That's a mm-hmm. big one because I think they went through the same thing last year and you saw how poor yeah. they started. So I... I I feel like one of the Jays is going to have a regression. Um, probably Jalen Brown. Okay. I don't know. I feel like his style, he's very streaky. But regardless, I, I, I think that they're going to go under. I, I see them kind of low. I see them around 48 wins. 
Okay. So I'm going to take wow. the under. For sure. Yeah, I think this probably an easy bet. There's going to be some hard ones here, but I think the Celtics one was pretty easy. There's just a lot of craziness. Um, but yeah, we can move on to the next team. I'm looking at the Bucks here. And by the way, guys, we're using the Vegas betting website from this morning. The Bucks are at 52 and a half, which is about a game and a half over last season. Uh, last season, they were 51 and 31. I, they're not going to have Chris Middleton to start the season. That's what I'm looking at. And I'm going to... This is this is this one's really hard. You think so? How can they? I'm gonna take the over because I feel like Giannis is gonna be on a tear next season. I'm gonna take the over just because of that. I saw him in Euroleague. Uh, he got obviously eliminated sooner than I thought he was gonna be. Uh, but yeah, I'll take the over for sure. I think Man, that's, that's pretty a, safe. That's another one we're gonna agree on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that Milwaukee, especially having Brooke Lopez back for the yeah, whole season. That's right. Um, I think that's going to help them. I don't think Joe Ingles is going to be playing a lot, um, especially coming back from the not I think it was an ACL injury. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, so he's not going to be into like the mm-hmm. second half of the season. Yeah. I, but I, I, I do think, though, that they're going to come in hot. Mm-hmm. I think Giannis is going to come in on a tear. I think, I think they're going to be the one team that's going to uh, break 60 this year. Okay. Over. Okay. Yeah, so I you're think going so. way over. Okay. Yeah, I think that this is going to be one of those market as over for sure. Yeah, yeah, I think we're good on that for sure. I mean, I I can't just watching Giannis overseas and kind of hearing the things he's saying that his love for basketball is back. I saw a quote about that a few weeks ago, so we'll see. You know, I'm definitely on the Giannis train. You already know. Yeah, that's my favorite guy to watch. Uh, so we have up next the Sixers for 50 and a half. This one is so weird to me. Why is the why is why are the predicted wins lower than last season? That doesn't that doesn't make you, any sense. You know what? Vegas is not very high on the way that you know Harden mm-hmm. looked. Um, you know they don't think that Embiid is going to be able to stay healthy. Hmm. And the the only addition they had was PJ Tucker, who's going to be 37 yeah. years old. So it's not exactly, you know, they didn't bring in a whole new bunch of talent. Hmm. You're expecting a leap from uh, Maxi, so I am, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but I'll go first on this one. I think it's going to be over, though. I think yeah. they're going to go like 54 wins. Yeah, yeah. There's just too many, too much raw talent. I honestly think that Harden is going to come back. Um, it's going to have a bounce back year. Not so much in the playoffs, but, mm-hmm. you know, because there's history about that. But I think that he's going to come back hard. <laughs> Harden's coming back hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agree. Uh, I think that um, I for sure agree with this because I think they actually have a lot. Not in terms of big names, but just guys that are going to make not only Embiid's job easier, but Harden's job easier. They're bringing in defenders. They're bringing in shooters. The team's going to be definitely deeper than last season. Um, They're going to have more consistency because Harden came along later on last season. He wasn't on the team the entire time. So to me, yeah, I'm taking the over too. I mean, I know what you mean about the Harden thing. A lot of people are banking on Maxi having a big year. And obviously, you know, P.J. Tucker, Daniel House, guys that, you know, they're serviceable guys on this team, so definitely taking the over. I find it weird that they take that they take away a game from last season. 
especially since I feel like they look better, uh, better than they were last season. The Nets, we have them next. So, so far, we're agreeing on all of them. Uh, yeah, so far, we're, we're agreeing on all of them. So, yeah. on to the Nets. 50 and a half, 44 and 38 <laughs> last season. You, so, to me, this is I'm a I'm curious how you see them. It's going to be hard to predict because if they start off struggling, does the chaos start again? Does KD request a trade again? What's going to happen? You know what? With this one, it's it, they they have a really good number, fifty point five, because then you're you're banking on them breaking fifty wins. Yeah. Um, but KD, man, that he asked for the for the coach to get fired, for the GM to get fired, and the owner said no, and you're still going to come in. And then there's like issues with Kyrie and and Steve Nash. Um, you know, there's a whole Ben Simmons saga where he, uh, you know, he yeah. You know who knows what's going to happen with Ben Simmons. Yeah. Like, is he, did he learn how to shoot yet? You know, is is his back feeling better? So there's a lot of questions about that team. I yeah. think, but but you can't deny the the talent, man. Because if 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 KD and Kyrie are clicking, that they, they're going to blow that 50 win mark. Yeah, and last but season I think, was hectic, and they got 44 wins. So yeah, co- this is remember a seven with COVID game protocols. Yeah, with yeah. COVID protocols, like Kyrie couldn't play half those games. Yeah, but it's even once he came bet. back, they still you know? weren't that good though. When Kyrie came back. Oh, but then, then uh, KD got injured. Yeah. That's right. So they weren't really And they full. got some other things too, you know. Uh, Royce O'Neal. Yeah. I forget. Uh, who's the other guy they had? He had a big bubble, but he, he, he's he been hurt. Oh, uh, TJ, War- uh, TJ Warren. TJ Warren, right? Okay, yeah, 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 you're right. So, you know, they've added some pieces. And then, like you said, last year was chaotic. You know, with the vaccines, with the COVID, the injuries, things like that. I definitely think they're going to win seven more games than last season. So I'm taking the over. Uh, you're taking the over too, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm taking the over. I don't think that they're going to underperform like that again. Uh, they yeah. they have a lot of raw talent. Seth Curry still yeah. there. They they don't have a, a big on that roster other than uh, they the have Marcus Aldridge. Yeah, they have oh, Nick yeah, right, yeah. He's like, he's a guy that, you know, he can't knock down free throws. I saw him training his threes. Uh, working out with Ben Simmons. <laughs> oh man! Um, you know I don't know. To you me, must have built uh, a house with all those ben bricks. Simmons, yeah, yeah, they're definitely uh, shooting bricks. But I think that this is a good position for Ben. I hope they play him at the five and just let him run offense. It's gonna be. I think that's gonna be his best bet. Just like a diver to the basket and pick and roll. You know what I mean? A guy that can run the offense. People saying he's not gonna be guarded when he's standing out there at the three point line, but there's a lot of weapons around him, so it's not like they can, you know, kind of take advantage of that. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't the biggest Ben Simmons fan, mm. but you can't deny the guy's talent. Even though he yeah. can't shoot, like, he's still an athletic 6'10", 6'11 yeah. guy who can finish, mm-hmm. who can pass the ball very well. Yeah. Um, you know, I think he fits that team very well, especially yeah. with Kyrie playing off ball and yeah. KD being the knockdown shooter he is. My, my biggest concern with this team is that Steve Nash is... For as great of a player he was, they don't seem to have a system in place. Like, yeah. you saw them in the playoffs, and it was just give the ball to KD, let him let him cook. Yeah, give the ball to Kyrie, let him cook. And then after that, it's you know they're like I remember them they they were getting a, a spark from Goran Dragic, and I'm like Jesus Christ, this is bad. So you know they added uh, Markeith Morris, but I don't think he's gonna be a difference maker. Um, so yeah, I mean I, I still think the over. I believe in KD. I saw some pictures of KD training and, and, you know, he, he looks like he's going to come back for a, you know, for some revenge as well. For sure. 
Yeah, he looks focused. Um, I would say this, though. Um, ben Simmons is going to be the third best guy on the team. Never been the third best guy on the team. He's always been the second best or or the best when Embiid was out. So yeah. this is like, you know, you take away some responsibility, some other responsibility that he's not going to be needed to do, which is shooting, and you just have him focused as a playmaking defender. That's yeah. going to be ideal. So I think this, I, I actually like Ben Simmons. I don't like the personality, never have, even since he was drafted. But yeah, definitely 6'10", 6'11", whatever the height is, point guard, defender, can literally guard one through five. That's going to be super good for them. Yeah. Hopefully they don't start off bad because they'll probably blow it up if they have a bad start. Yeah, and, and the more I'm looking at the roster, I'm starting to realize that they're going to get killed on the boards. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're not going to... Their game's going to be to run, for sure. Yeah, run and outscore the other the other people. And I don't know if that's going to be yeah. 50 wins, though. Uh, that might be I think, just... I think it can be. Because we're asking... The question is, can they win seven more? I feel like they can. Seven more games? They can. They can, but, you know... I think you know, they oh, can. Yeah, that's fine. Seven yeah, I more? Think, I think they will. With Kyrie playing will. every game now? Well, you know, he never plays every game, but you know what I mean? Now he's allowed to. <laughs> Right, and then and then they've never had a guy like Ben, one through five. That is true. Star All NBA guy, that's uh, and and great defense. Yeah, too. can't forget yeah. about that. That's the best part. Obviously, the playmaking's there, but the defense, something they need really badly because they couldn't guard anyone, and now they have Ben. So and Royce O'Neal. So yeah, let's move on to the next team. Yep. This is a team you're probably dreading to predict. The Miami Heat, oh, forty-eight and a half. That's uh, fifty-three and twenty-nine last season. Obviously. One seed. Every time I bet the under on this team, they go over. Every time. It, it just it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense how they're going to get to 49. Because um, you look up the roster up and down, and, and they probably will. But it, I think this is one of those where, um, you know how you mentioned that we're going to have a, a do not bet label? Yeah. I think the this one? is one of them. Don't, do not bet on that. Don't bet. It's just... I could easily win, see them winning 40, 45, and I could see them winning 50, 52. Yeah. Um, but, man, they're a year older, um, and you're counting on a leap from Tyler Hero and yeah. and Bam Adebayo. And Guys to get better. I don't think they win 49, though. Let's do I a mini exercise to... real quick. We can do a mini no. exercise. This is probably going to make it easier for us. Are the Cavs going to have a better season than the Heat? The Cavs are That's good. That's your boy, Donovan Mitchell. I know the Cavs are good. I hate yeah. he had to go to Cleveland, but um, that team is loaded. I think, I think they're gonna have a season just as good as the Heat. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think I, I kind of had that vibe. I envision both teams winning around 47, 48 wins. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, if That's a tough if one. Uh, if Evan Mobley takes a leap, they're gonna definitely pass the Heat. So Which, I think the Heat are, they do rely on Jimmy a lot. Um, if Jimmy gets hurt and he misses games, how far does the Heat fall? Can they carry the load? What is their record without Jimmy? Are they good without him? I don't watch a lot of Heat games, so I can't um, really say. They're under 500, I think, okay. without Jimmy. So they kind of can but, hold their own in a way. But it's, yeah, it's one of those things where, if if it's just Jimmy, 
mm-hmm. it's they can they can manage because I think last year when Jimmy went out yeah. and even Bam went out, um, the East is deeper now though. So not having those deeper. guys, it's. But but there were some teams that were really good last year yeah. that were that are weaker this year, which we'll get to in, in later on. But, yeah, sure. Um, I think the Hawks are going to be better than the Heat. Um, I don't think so. I we'll get to that. So. Okay. So the Celtics, obviously, I think we agree, right? Over Celtics the Heat are going to sure. be better. The for Bucks, sure. Sixers, Nets. Yeah, and then I honestly, yeah. I'd probably slide the Cavs above the Heat. Just because they have that honeymoon stage, you know, they have that energy now. They have, you know, potential franchise guy in Donovan Mitchell, Evan Mobley, year two, you know, um, Jared Allen's going to be healthy. You know, they lost Jared Allen late in that season, and that's why they fell. They slipped, yeah. Yeah, so... Their defense mm. took a hit with that, so if, if he can stay healthy... If so Jared don't Allen bet he. Don't You're bet he, man. Bet. That's just... Because just the, the heat and their culture, like, yeah. If, a few things go right their way and, and they'll end up winning 52 games. But if Jimmy gets hurt, like you said, or, or man, it's so even, hard to, it's e- so hard to predict this. Even team. Kyle Lowry gets hurt and they're going to take a hit as well. Yeah. Cause they don't have another point guard on the, on the roster. 48 and a half, man. That's God, it's a good that's number. Uh, to It's Vegas knows what they're doing. Yeah. So, but I, I would bet they, I would bet the under, but I wouldn't bet on them because it's just, you won't bet it. That's my do not bet team. <sighs> I'm going to, Man, you know what? I'm going to bet the under. I'm just going to say under. Yeah, because I I just feel like a lot of teams have gotten better. And the Hawks had a bad season. And I feel like they're going to be energized. Deontay Murray, which obviously... I'll leave it for the next one when we get there. So the Cavs, 47 and a half, 44 and 38 last season. So we're talking, obviously, four games. Which I'm going to take the over. (laughs) I think... I think that's pretty easy for me. I don't, I don't understand yeah, how they don't get four more wins. Yeah, and especially you know Jared Allen got hurt at the end of the year, and that's when they started slipping. But they were on pace to win. Yeah. I think like late forties, early fifty games, like fifty something games. Yeah. So uh, I would go the over on them, but not by a lot because I, I honestly think that they're going to win about forty eight games. Yeah, for sure. I bet the over because they finally have the one issue. With their team. One was depth, obviously, but the other issue was a go-to guy, right? And they have Donovan now. So the ball's going to be in his hands when it's time to get a bucket, you know. Um, And he's going to have lanky defenders around him to help him. You know, obviously he had Rudy Gobert, but that was it. But he's going to have... So so it's interesting because the Cavs are going from one of the longer, lengthier mm-hmm. defensive teams yeah. to not being that because they, mm-hmm. they lost their depth with the with Larry Markkinen, yeah. So um, they're small in the backcourt. You know? They are. Donovan, yeah. as much as I like him, he's 6'1", mm-hmm. and so is uh, Darius Garland. So they're DG. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting. And I don't know if they have anybody at small forward. Probably they're going to use... Um, uh, Karis LeVert's probably going to come off Karis the bench, LeVert. but they're going to actually go... Uh, Isaac Okoro. Ah, yeah. I think he'll probably start at the three. Um, I think it's I think it's actually a contract year for a contract year for 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 Karis Levert, and they typically ball out on their contract year. So that's why I'm giving an extra win because of the Karis Levert thing too. Yeah. So I think you're right about the the over for sure on this team though. Yeah. I think that there's they're definitely gonna pass the 47 mark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jared um, Allen. At the very least, get to 48. Year two. 
Yeah, hmm. and and if, I honestly think if if Evan Mobley, man, I'm a big fan of his. Yeah. If, if he takes a leap, he's they're gonna go far. Yeah, I agree. So we can move on to the Hawks then. Forty-five and a half. So far, we've agreed on all of them. Okay. I think this one's gonna be the the so one. Where this we is disagree. the one we yeah. really okay okay. So I'm gonna Hawks, I'm gonna take the under on this one. Half. I'm gonna take so, the under. Yeah, go ahead. State your case. I I still think that that uh they didn't they got exposed in the playoffs last year and and throughout the season their defense didn't hold up mm-hmm. and I'm not sure if they did anything that that I mean obviously they got um yeah uh, Dejounte Murray but Dejounte Murray is a is a ball uh, uh he has a he's a high usage player yeah and you're gonna pair him up he with the be. highest usage player. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, it's one of those things where like somebody's gonna have to learn how to play off the ball, yeah. and it ain't gonna be Trey because Trey, you know, how many Trey's... wins did those Rockets get? When we had the same question about <laughs> Chris Paul and James Harden, which arguably had the ball more than those guys in their prime. Yeah, but this is Chris Paul and, <laughs> and peak James Harden. Yeah, um, yeah, they ain't no Chris Paul, James yeah. Harden. Chris Paul was a was a beast on defense at yeah. least. Um, Dejounte Murray is he good on defense? Because I yes. actually didn't get to yeah, watch. Yeah, very any, uh... good defender. Yes. Okay. Yeah, he's solid. Definitely solid. He's a guy that whoever Trey was having issues with last season, that's going to be Deontay Murray's assignment. Obviously, they're going to have Onyeko Kongwu. Uh, you know, guys getting better. You know, um, you have Clint Capella. You know, I'm I'm saying it because of this. Forty three and thirty nine last season, which means all they have to do is win three more games. They were destroyed by COVID last season. I think if I'm not mistaken, the Hawks broke the record for most G League players during the regular wow. season. I might be wrong about that. I'm going to check that out. But yeah, if I'm going to bet that they're going to win three more games by adding someone that's going to make everyone's job easier, John Collins, if he wasn't already a lob threat... <laughs> He's going to have Deontay Murray and Trey Young. There's going to be more space because that's a problem too, you know. They had shooting, but, you know, Deontay Murray's a good mid-range scorer. Like, he can create for himself. So that solves their half-court issues somewhat. I'm going to say just off of Deontay Murray, Onyeko, Kongwu, all the other guys getting better, coming back, I'm going to take the over for sure. I don't even think, yeah, yeah, that's pretty easy for me. Uh, just because I I really like Deontay Murray, um, I, and it's only three more games. I, it is three more games. They were but is, destroyed by COVID, so. Is the, so I guess you're saying that Dejounte Murray is worth three games because I think absolutely they, they lose a yeah. Herder. Um, yeah, they lost Kevin Herder. Let's check it lost, out. Was that the only person on the trade? I am looking at their roster, and it's like a lot of players. Oh yeah, um, um, can't forget Boyan about DeAndre Hunter. That guy's a stud. DeAndre Hunter coming back, going to be better, obviously. A.J. Griffin, who, by the way, another one one through three lockdown defender, can catch and shoot, played for Duke. I watched him a lot. Uh, it's just another guy that they're going to have out there defending. He's been injured a couple times, which is why he fell in the draft a little bit. But this guy was a really good three-point shooter. He's like... um. The comparison for him was Jimmy Butler. Wow. But my comp, because he's he's more of a catch and shooter, and Jimmy Butler isn't really. So I would make him more to be like a bigger Drew Holiday. 
which to me is a huge plus for these guys. Even if he's a rookie, they can still show effort defensively. And as a catch and shooter, it'll be available for them. I forgot they also have A.J. Griffin. Um, yeah, I'm telling you, man, I, if I have to bet three more wins, I'm definitely going to take it. I'm definitely taking it. Love John Collins, super sleeper guy. I don't know why he's been in rumors to be traded. I have no idea why that's even a thought in that conversation. I think it's because he's uh, he's in, in like middle of the crowd player. Um, mm-hmm. He's not good defensively, but he's pretty good offensively. He's a good shot blocker, though. He yeah, might not athletic. be like a, a one-on-one lockdown defender, but he gets a lot of blocks. Yeah, Lob he's not threat, like Robert Williams. He can shoot but yeah, threes. He's... He can hit mid-range fadeaways in the post. Like, the dude has game. It's just, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they feel like they can get several pieces for him. Maybe that's why they would want to move him. I, I just feel like Nate McMillan teams always disappoint. I don't know what it is. They have like one really good year and then out of a sudden yeah. they disappoint moving forward. Like, and I think it's going back from like uh, um, his Portland Trailblazer days. Mm-hmm. Um, they had one really good year and then out of a sudden they fell off a cliff. Then in, in Indiana, and it was the, the same thing. In. They had one good year, they fell off a cliff. And I feel like that's what's going to happen. Like, they, like, Yeah, I'm taking COVID into account though. They were destroyed by it. You know, so and they had a horrible though. year. Yeah, that's true. That's true. A lot of people were affected by COVID. Um, but they were they were a machine that ran through Trey. And now they're going to have some, you know, Trey can rest more now. And maybe he'll be more efficient because he'll have more energy uh, down the line. I'm just banking on Murray, really. You know, I that's didn't just know that they thing. got uh, Frank Kaminsky. He signed for the minimum. Uh, I'm noticing how young this team is, though. They're, they only have three players over 30. So that's... Uh... But regular season, you know. It's, yeah, it's yeah, about the teams yeah. that are healthy, energy. They can definitely, they can win some games, man. I'm just saying I, I definitely think they can win 46. They, they can, but I feel like they won't. I feel All like right. they're going to go right. Yeah, I like that. that. So I like that we'll, we disagree. We'll disagree on that one. That's, that's good. That's good. Next one is Raptors, 45 and a half. Oh, they were 48 and 34 last season. Love I the Raptors. I think that's an easy one, right? Is it though? I'm taking the over on that one. I'll take the over on that one as well. Just because... The reigning rookie of the yeah. year. One year yeah. better. Um, and I think the roster, for the most part, stayed the same. Solid. Yeah. Um, I don't think much... Yeah, I definitely think we'll take the over. I'm surprised that they knocked down wins from them. That's weird. Not sure about that. But yeah, I'll take the over as well. I think we can skip over now. And we can get to the Bulls. So, 42 and a half. 46 and 36 last season. Potentially no Lonzo Ball yeah, for the man. rest what of the year. Yeah, what I heard year. from Lonzo That's is not wild. good, man. Yeah. It's like he's having trouble going up the stairs. And yeah. He hasn't played since January. So And, and they have a losing record without him. With, without him. So I'm going to take the... I want to say the under, though. 46 and 36. The East is a lot better than it was last season. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. I can... The thing is, they already chopped four games. Um, you know, because they... That's four games they're predicting. But yeah, I think you're right. They'll probably win like 40 games. Yeah, yeah. It's not going to be like, you know, just because it's under doesn't mean... That's going to be It might be, be just 42. Yeah, there yeah. might be a 500 team. You're right about that. Yeah. So, uh, I'll, t- I'll go I'm the under the on end. that one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So, we can move on to the Knicks. This uh, one, to me, is an easy bet. Um, 39 and a half. Is it? I don't know. So, that one's a little hard for me. So, 39 and a half. That's three more games that we would need to have them win to take the over. 
Can they win three more games adding Jalen Brunson, who is exactly what they need? They need playmaking, right? Because that's something that all these guys try to get their own shot, and it looks ugly sometimes. Yeah. Um. So Brunson is a guy that can get his own bucket, so it's going to help half-court offense, and he can get buckets for others as well. I think Jalen Brunson's worth those three extra games. I'm taking the over for the Knicks for sure. Man, this one's the one that I'm having trouble with. And last season was a flop. So I'm betting on their, you know, their will. That they're more like the year before that, yeah. where um, Julius Randle was actually, mm-hmm. um, you know, actually a decent player. I don't, I don't think know what we're going to see that Julius Randle from that crazy but somewhere year, in between. But somewhere go. better than last season, yeah. Not, sh- not a big shooting, shooting 40%, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, they can definitely would, win 40 I think they can. They win can, but the East, like you said, the East is a lot better. And that's when true. You're giving yeah. wins to teams like the Nets. Yeah. And you got to take some from some other ones. Um, and, and who's really. I think there's only like one team that's really uh, um, tanking. Um, You're saying uh, the Pacers, right? It, yeah, the, I think that's the only team that's really not trying to win. Which is ridiculous because we have the Wizards left. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but, I'm supposed but because to be tanking. <laughs> you know they have a, a max, con- oh. a super max. But well, well, we'll get to them later. I'm yeah, gonna go sure. the under on the Knicks. Okay, uh, I went over, so yeah, we disagree on a couple here. Good, good. So Hornets, thirty-six and a half, which is a big drop from forty-three and thirty-nine. Obviously, Miles Bridges yeah. is a reason for that. Exactly. New coach could be tension because he's an old school coach and. You know, LaMelo Ball, the team's really Who's young. Who's the coach? Steve Clifford. Oh, he's back no, with he's the back. Hornets. Yeah. Oh, he's a no-nonsense I know, right? Guy. That's, yeah, that's what I said. Oh, no, he's back. <laughs> yeah, I don't, like, I don't like him for that team. Uh, I don't either. that team should be either. running, not, not be super heavy on defense. It's like a homecoming. They just wanted him back, you know? Yeah. I just don't I, understand I'm gonna take, it. I'm going to take the under on that one. Under. He's pr- it's shown that, like, yeah, he can, he can have a good year. <sighs> yeah. He can have a good defense, but... You lost your best offensive player um, in in Miles Bridges, and I don't know. Uh, Lamelo is not that type of player to me. Like that, that's gonna be a he's not game that manager. guy yet. I mean, he's he's a great player, but yeah. he's just he's gonna get his stats, and I think that's. Where and it's is Gordon play. Hayward gonna play? <laughs> right, fifty games at most. Like, is he? Poor I will guy. say this though, man. Mark Williams, that was a dude that I said. I hope falls to the Hornets because he's a lob threat. He's what they needed, really. He's a rim defender. He's a lob threat. You know, he played for Duke, solid player, big dude, athletic. He can get out and run. He's not some slow-footed center. You know, he's like a super athletic big. He's going to be a good bailout option when plays are breaking down. There's like nothing going on. The pick and roll is going to always be available with Mark Williams. Terry Rozier, Mark Williams, it's a good combo. LaMelo, and obviously Mark Williams is a great combo as well. I think I'll take the under. Just because, like we've been saying, the East is much better. And losing Miles Bridges is a pretty big loss for them. And they get younger, kind of. Yeah. Right, because they get these these draft picks. So, yeah, I'll you take know, the under, too. It's surprising to me that the, they're only going to get that many wings. Because you actually look up the, it is. the it roster, is. Yeah. and they actually have some some good talent. You know, yeah. Kelly Oubre, they have P.J. Washington... Um, Lamelo, but night. yeah, they mm, didn't have a good year, really. Um, T- Terry, scary Terry Rozier, yeah, Terry Rozier's a hooper um, for sure. Or something like yeah, 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 so. yeah, he's a hooper. I just don't think they have enough 
to yeah. to compete with the East that got better. You they know, were really just, bad defensively. Yeah, that's the problem. They were really and bad defensively, and they're gonna be maybe a little better because of Mark Williams. But Mark Williams is a rookie. You know, I don't know how much of a difference maker he's gonna be. Miles Bridges, what is he average? Like that's a big loss. Twenty-seven and and four assists, <laughs> so twenty points, seven rebounds. Twenty-point guy, and that's gone. So and a really uh, a decent defender, one of the best defenders. Yeah, and he can get his own shot. It was, and know, then he was a really good player. And then just, they're uh, a Gordon Hayward injury away from just being terrible tanking. again. Yeah, it's yeah, from, from tanking, just being yeah. trash. So yeah, I'm taking the under on it. So the Wizards. This is the one that. That really, if I could say don't bet, <laughs> this is probably my don't bet because it's they won 35 games last season and it's 35 and a half this season. It's really hard, man. It's really hard. Why aren't they tanking? <laughs> Why? What are they? Are I they fighting no... for the eighth seed? Like, <laughs> what are they going to do when they make the playoffs? Well, what they, is their they plan? almost made the, well, not, not actually. They, they didn't even come no close shot. to playing. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't like, think this year's going to get any better because the East is 10 deep. Yeah, what least. are they doing? What is the plan, man? They're like pretending I, to want Bradley Beal and build around him, but it's... It's just incompetence. Like I was reading, I forgot who was it that was that was stating that uh, they should have traded Bradley Beal two years... Just blow it up, yeah. ...sooner. Right, When right. he had value and he had, was on a decent contract. Yeah, yeah, because now would have gotten draft he picks, but a big commitment. Yeah, now nobody's going to trade for him. Well, he's I wouldn't what, say now? that. I wouldn't say that. No contract. He's making fifty. Nothing's immovable. Nothing's immovable. There's always an option out there. I think we've learned that over the years. Like we always say, oh, we can't move that, and then it gets moved. Even if it, even if a player gets moved for not a lot of things, you're right. Russell got traded three time. times. I Russell's think, been moved was. a million times. You know, yeah, so, so that... yeah, nothing's immovable for sure. Uh, we know that. Yeah. I'll take it's so hard. You know, last year actually uh last year they were they were in the top 6 or something like that in the in the in in the east and then out of a sudden, you know, Yeah, they fell. They, they came fell back off and I think it was maybe right after they got Chris Haps-Porzingis. Which is interesting because uh if you look at the Western Conference, the Mavs were they had an okay record with Chris Haps on the lineup mm-hmm. and then when he gets traded, they actually, you know, uh start winning games. So I think the issue is Kristaps Porzingis. He <laughs> just can't win. So I'm gonna go the under on the under on the Wizards. Um, on the Wizards, yeah. My God, you know, I want to take the over because I watched some interviews with Kyle Kuzma and some other Wizards players. They seem really connected. They had like an early training camp in the summer. They're like working out really early. <sighs> Let me see who else is on that team. Um... Yeah, I mean, dude, I, I look at the roster and it's awful. It's it's one of those 30-win teams. Monte Morris. Obviously, Monte Morris, you know, Will Barton. They got some pieces from Denver. <sighs> yeah, I don't... Isaiah Todd, like that guy, young dude. Yeah, it's not a deep team, man. <sighs> My God. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking the under. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> the, the over or the under? Under, under. Under, okay. We both took it, right? Okay, yeah, both under. Yeah, both under. Cool. So Pistons, we're almost there. We're in the home stretch. So Detroit Pistons, 29 and a half. So they would have to win seven games because they were 23 and 59. Yeah, but last year they were trying to tank. They were definitely trying to tank. 
this year they actually got really good. They made some nice trades. Um, who was it that they traded for recently? Um, uh, Bogdanovich from the from the Jazz. So the, you could tell that they're going to try this year because they're adding veteran leadership. Um, did Marvin Bagley get traded in the summer? Or Marvin Bagley the... been there, yeah. Oh, he's been there? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember. He was having a rift with the Kings, and then he ended up on the Pistons. Yeah, that's right. The, uh, they have this guy that's... We don't know what he's going to be. <laughs> we don't know if he's going to end up out of the league. Kevin Knox, if you remember him from the Knicks. Yeah, the Knicks uh, fans, they thought he was the next, <laughs> Noel. The next big thing. Uh, Kemba Alec Walker. Burks, yeah. Yeah, Kemba. The corpse of, ben- of Kemba Walker. Yeah, whatever's left. Yeah, not sure. Um, Jaden Ivey, obviously. A guy that I watched a lot. A lot of Purdue games. Uh, when those games were going on, that dude is, oof, he could, he could potentially be, he could, I don't know if he could get rookie of the year because he's sharing a lot of responsibility with Cade Cunningham. So maybe not. Um, but man, this team, what's the bet? 29 and a half. I think Can I'm they a, win 30? I, I, I'll take the over on that one. Yeah. I like their chances better than the, better than the wizards. Than the wizards. Well, because I think they're actually yeah. going to try this year. Well, they would only have to win thirty games. Yeah, thirty, mm. and I think that they can do that, thirty, thirty-one, because they're not going to tank this year. And I think the Wizards. What's going to happen is that um, are we sure they're not going to be tanking? <laughs> they're going to try to start off, you know, because they yeah. have a lot of uh, veterans. Isaiah they're going to try. Boyan Bogdanovich. They've got some. Yeah. Did you Sadiq hear Bay? about um of Sadiq Bay supposedly no. training in the mountains, super isolated? Oh, having like some intense, yeah, he's having some intense off-season workouts, super isolated somewhere in the mountains, like intense training, had a 50-point game last season. He could be, he could be a nice little sleeper guy for the Pistons. I'll take the over on the Pistons. I'm just hoping that he's not a looter in a riot. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I, I liked what I saw. I mean, I didn't watch a lot of Pistons games, but he does look like a guy that knows his role. Uh, you know, fits within the offense. I like him. You know, he's an interesting dude. Haven't watched a lot of him, but he does look like he he takes basketball seriously. So I tell you what to to watch uh, to watch Detroit Pistons games. You have to be a basketball lover, like yeah, because that team was god awful last year. Yeah, yeah, because you're hate watching at that point. <laughs> it's just it's like, oh, terrible. It was like that one in the Oklahoma this, but, uh, Oklahoma City Thunder was also just. Terrible, but well, honestly, you would have more fun watching OKC because of Josh Giddy. Josh Giddy Love yeah. Josh Giddy. Yeah, that's one of my favorite young dudes in the NBA for sure. So Orlando Magic, twenty six and a half. <laughs> they were twenty two and six. I'm taking the over I'm, on that. Yeah, I'm taking the over as for well. Sure. They have a really good roster. They're deep in every position. Um, yeah, Paolo Banchero. Paolo Banchero. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Banchero. Um, yeah, he. Obviously, I didn't have him going number one, and I don't think anyone really did because he didn't even work out for the Magic. Caught a lot of people by surprise when he was but drafted. The videos I've seen, he was he awesome in good. Summer League, though. He was awesome. Yeah, I watched all the Summer League games that he played in. Uh, they rested him afterwards, though, uh, because of his ankle, and they also kind of saw everything they had to see. So, yeah, but he was dominant. He oh, was man, really good. This team is going to be so good. I'm looking at him. They have Wendell Carter Jr. Well, have... so good is... Uh... <laughs> I mean, I no, you're that. right. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. not so good. But they're gonna be definitely better than than oh, yeah. 26 and a half. They're so gonna be better sure. than the Wizards, I think. Yeah, I, I mid 30s at least. Yeah, Markel Fultz though, uh, injured, fractured toe. <sighs> Another guy. I 
That was one of those that, man, I thought he was going to be so good coming out of college. Yeah. Yeah, and me too, me too. I had I him uh, number the, one on my board. The jump shot just went to crap. Like, he started shooting differently. and Yeah, he had some, like, shoulder issues, mechanic changes, just going through a bunch of stuff. He was a weird one, but he actually was really good for the Magic while he was out there with them. I don't remember the stats, but, yeah, he... It was definitely positive when he was out there on the court with them. But yeah, you know, Paolo Bancaro, Franz Wagner, who was really good. Jalen Suggs. We don't know what he's going to be. Um, yeah. He wasn't great, obviously, but, you know, he's still super young. Cole Anthony. I love Cole Anthony. Not sure if his position is as a starter. He strikes me as like a, 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 good like a Kemba a Walker good type. Kind of like an undersized, yeah. yeah, like an undersized guard that just can just. Which is score weird. He's off listed as six three. Yeah, that can't be right, right? He's shorter than that. <sighs> he, when I've watched, I watched a lot of our Orlando Magic games just because I like Cole Anthony and Franz Wagner, but it's he looks small out there, and he he really struggles against the length. He struggles to get separation. You know, uh, the shot's not there yet. Um, I've seen him work out at UNC in the summertime in some videos too. He's really putting in work on the jumper, so we'll see. Also, Terrence Ross, <laughs> he's been there longer than the mascot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, when is he getting traded? He's been there forever. He's been there for quite some time, but they have a lot of young players, like a lot of one-year players. Yeah. So, yeah, well, they, could, they could only get better, I think. Yeah, I like watching uh, Mo Wagner and Franz Wagner together. They play really nicely together, the brothers. Um, yeah, so we can move on to the last one. Indiana Pacers, 23 and a half. That's basically, yeah, 25 and 57 last season. I would definitely take the under on this one because I think that they're going to tank as soon as they, they they're, they're just probably waiting to get rid of Buddy Heald and mm -hmm. um, what's the center's name? Wow, man. Yeah, yeah, Miles Turner. Sorry, Miles I was Turner. thinking of, I'm thinking because I really like Halliburton. I like Chris Duarte. Really like their new pick, Ben Matherin. He was a stud in summer league. He was a stud in college. He was a stud for Canada uh, on that U19 roster for FIBA. Dude's going to be really good, man. Talks a lot of crap. I think it was Jeremy Pargo. That was one of those ex-NBA players training with him. And he was talking trash to Jeremy Pargo in those workouts. He was giving it to him. He's a, I'm going to take the over. The over? Wow. Yeah, just as a surprise over. I wouldn't bet that house <laughs> on the Pacers, especially with Victor Wembanyama coming in and Scoot Henderson and all those other guys. I don't know. Is he uh, is he part of next year's draft class? Yeah, yeah, he is. Oh, so you're already expecting a few teams are going to definitely try to tank. For sure. The Spurs are there. They're going to be the tanking. Spurs. You saw the Popovich quote? What did he say? <laughs> he said, don't go to Vegas and, and bet on us. <laughs> <laughs> so honest. Yeah, yeah. They're definitely going to tank. The Jazz are going to tank. We got a couple of tanking teams in there for sure, you know. Um, but the East, I'm sure, like, it's going to start off as, you know, they're going to try to be competitive. But when yeah. you have a generational talent like that, mm -hmm. or at least what appears to be a generational a potential, talent. potential, yeah. Scoot Henderson, though, a lot of people are, are super big on, on Victor Wembenyama. Obviously, rightfully so, because he's not something we've ever seen. Uh, but, but Scoot Henderson is no slouch, dude. Like... They're going to play each other in October, but I forget the date. It's going to be one of the highest scouted games in the country for the year. So, because those two are going to play against each other. So, that's going to be cool. Scoot Henderson, obviously, playing for the G League Ignite. Okay. 
Uh, and they're going to be playing against Victor Wembanyama. That's going to be dope. But yeah, man, uh, I guess we ran through this. We agreed on most of them, which was no surprise because we kind of had the same ideas. Um, and then we disagreed on some. I'm going to save these. Obviously, I'm going to chart it. Oh, man. We can put it away for later and we can revisit it. You know <laughs> yeah, and who knows? There could be trades. There could be blowups. <laughs> this I, is... I don't feel great about my uh, the ones that we disagreed on. No? Um, like, uh, which one was one that we disagreed on? We was disagreed the... on the Hawks. You took the Cause under. Because you, you made some really good points. Like, that team is loaded with talent. Yeah, and the COVID hit them really badly. Yeah, so... Really badly, like... I just, oof. You know what it is? I, I, uh, somebody's going to have a very disappointing season. I just don't want it to be the Heat. So <laughs> I'm just picking anybody else but them. Because, um, uh, you know, every year we see this. There's a playoff team that just doesn't have the same juice and just kind of flops the, the following year. Look at this. See, the Hawks have, this was an article from December 26th. The Atlanta Hawks have 10 players in COVID-19 protocols. They were destroyed by covid and they still, and the bet for them is still two more games than that. So obviously, I'm good with that. I'm definitely taking it. Yeah. <laughs> so that means, based on our projections, I think the East is going to be very, very tight. Like, there's going to be a lot of yeah. teams in the 40 wins. Yeah. Um, we expect and, everyone to be better. Yeah. Uh, the only team that I see them, like, ahead, like, a, like head and shoulders above the rest of the class is going to be Milwaukee. Yeah, I agree with that. Well, Gus, always, thanks again. I always appreciate you jumping up on the pod, giving us your takes, giving us your opinions, obviously helping me out with uh, <laughs> kind of breaking down the list so we get a different opinion uh, on the podcast. It's always good to hear from a different person uh, to kind of debate it or maybe even agree on some things. Um, but yeah, man, I always appreciate you coming on. Um, you know, you just let me know and we'll always book another one. We'll schedule it together. And we'll see how that goes. Yeah, man. Thank you, man. Anytime, brother. Thanks for having me, man.